Hey, good morning, all. You guys want to stand with us for a bit? Let's pray. Oh, Lord, you're so worthy. You're so holy. You're worth all of our praise and much more. The very prevalent reality of where we're seated right now, that matters a lot. That matters a lot. You've made a direct pathway to you that us in all of our brokenness can get straight to you immediately. That is a miracle. Thank you for that miracle. We love you and we find you holy and worthy of everything we could bring in more. We bless you endlessly. Yeah. Hey. 
songs of loudest friend Teach me some melodious song Sung by flaming tongues of love Praise the mountain fixed upon Mount of God's
Nothing's gonna shake us, nothing's gonna shake us, we'll still praise you. Nothing's gonna shake us, nothing's gonna shake us, we'll still praise you. 
nothing's gonna shake us, nothing's gonna shake us, we'll still praise you, nothing's gonna shake us, nothing's gonna shake us, we'll still praise you. stay in this spirit of worship. If you're new to Believer's Church, one of the things we believe is that God speaks to us by the Holy Spirit even right now through the body. And so there's been a couple of people that felt like God was saying something to them that uh, we discern it up here as like this is a fit for the whole body. And, and these both felt like that. And so Jared, could you come and share what you sense the Lord? And we're going to have probably just a minute of response to these things, that's one of the most important things. Yes, yeah, so you can be seated if you want to. Come on up. Scream. Say, share what share what you felt like the Lord was saying. Um, so it's like the second time I've felt like God's kind of pointed this. But last couple of weeks, I've been really struggling with this this whole. I feel very needed. Work, family, place. Actually, Andrew Hogue used to joke about it. There's a Jared button, and if you push it, he performs, and things happen but not feel very wanted, not feeling very desired for who I was. And again, today, when I came in and just started to focus on Jesus, I felt like he was like, I'm like, we're here to focus on you, Jesus. He's like, I don't need you for anything. I'm God. There's nothing that is dependent upon you at all. But I literally was God and realized what I wanted. And I made man. And then even when you messed it up, I spent the whole story of humanity working to get back to what I wanted, which was you. Like I formed you and I created you and I made you exactly the way you are because you are exactly what I want. You're exactly what I desire. My purposes are going to prevail no matter what. But what I want is you. And I'm seeking you and I'm desiring you. And, and all I want more than anything is for you to want me to. I love you. Yeah. So, if, so the way to respond to that, sometimes you're like, if you're like, whoa, I think that's just for me. Uh, that's, that is just for you. That's Jesus talking to you. And if not, you can say, okay, that's cool. 
Lord, bless who you're talking to right now. I receive that. And you may not be, you may be surprised. Monday morning, you might really need it. I don't know. Okay, so why don't you share with So yesterday, I was thinking about the song, um, and there's a verse in there that's like, you're never going to let me down. You're never going to let me down. And um, I really don't like that song because it's hard for me because I do feel like Jesus has let me down at times, and it's always hard for me to sing. Um, and I was thinking about it this morning as I was standing there worshiping, and I really felt the voice of the Lord say, um, maybe you need to adjust your expectations of who I am. Um, and I just felt that over us. Um, as we were singing, it is well with my soul that no matter, you know, if I'm feeling disappointed, if we're feeling disappointed, whatever we're feeling, maybe we need to look at who Christ actually is, who God actually is, who Jesus is, his characteristics, and see that he is mighty and that he is sovereign. Um, and just thought about that with Job too. You know, it's like, as he was going through, it's right when Job started complaining. It's right when he started doubting who God was that the Lord swept in with his mightiness and it's like, this is who I am. Look at my storehouses in heaven. Look at what I've created. Um, and yeah, just, I think an encouraging word for us that if we're feeling disappointed, go back to that, to adjust our expectations. Who is Jesus? Um, because he is good and he is faithful. So yeah. Thanks. Kyle. Thanks. So I, I can see a little arc in even the songs we've had in these words. And, it, and the reason I share, asked them to share these things, it fit with some of the stuff. When we were praying for you guys this morning, we could feel it. First thing is God wants us. He wants us. That alone, if you, if you can just kind of capture that, that'll just knock you on your tail for about a thousand years. The God who needs nothing wants you. And at the same time, have you ever noticed that life can be disorienting and disappointing? And so, okay, God, if you like me and you want me so much, why is my life like this? And the very thing I was praying for you this morning is God would help us not get out of the disorientation of transformation. If we want God to change us, it means something new is going to happen. Something familiar is going to be perhaps lost. That you're going to feel like you don't know where you are right now. And if you're like me, I go grabbing for anything familiar in that moment. But Jesus longs to make him, make us like himself. And so we can't stay in the familiar. Does that make sense? We're going to be disoriented at times. We're going to feel scared at times and think, God, you hate me. And the truth is he wants us and he loves us. And he's pulling us out of the very crutches we've used to walk around time and time again that he wants to free us into. Some of it's our competency. Some of it's our social skills. Some of it's, it's money. Something else that we can comfort ourselves when we're scared. But could it be enough that God wants you and He has you right now? So we just take just a second, just a second, and notice, is there some of that disorientation happening? 
that I feel a little scared. And could it be, could you just ask the Lord, Lord, are you trying to change something in me? And if that's the case, could you even go so far as to say, go ahead and do it. I trust you. So just take a minute and sit in that. Okay. The Lord's going to probably, for some of us, be messing with you the rest of the morning and just stay there. Just let him. Um, it's okay. It's okay not to feel, if you feel like some gaps God's opening, don't fill them. Don't fill, let it, let it be empty. Let it be open. Cause, cause he wants to fill it with himself, with his thoughts, with his character, with his spirit. I'm going to invite us now. We're going to pray corporately together for just a minute. Um, and actually I'm going to invite you to stand. Uh, you don't, of course, have to, but how many of y'all remember Drew and Mary Caldwell? They spoke here a few weeks ago. Uh, they're back in Lebanon. In, unless you're really kind of watching international news, you don't know this, but Lebanon is in a total meltdown as a country. Uh, it's in a total freefall. There are experts, economic experts, to say it may be the worst economic meltdown in centuries. That a country that was very like ours through a number of circumstances, through corruption. Uh, some of you guys know about there's a massive explosion that destroyed part of Beirut. How that even happened, it was supposedly an accident, but there's some weird stuff going around it. Um, that just to buy food, just people like you and me that was just normal to go to the grocery store every day, need like a month wages now to make it to the grocery store. Um, and so Drew and Mary are right there in the middle of all that. Also, some of you guys are familiar with Hezbollah, which the U.S., you know, is labeled as a terrorist organization. They're taking over stuff. They're importing stuff from Iran right now, there's, even though there's, it, it's just a mess. And Drew and Mary are in a very dangerous situation. So here's the three things they've asked for us to pray. Specifically asked Believer's Church. If you remember, we blessed those guys. We said we're with them. And guys, our prayers do affect the history of the events on planet Earth. If if that's not true, then then yeah, what are we doing? Then then the Bible's not true. It says if we would agree together and ask anything in Jesus' name, the Father would respond. So here's the three things they're asking: peace over hearts and minds. Peace over hearts and minds. The next one is justice for the port explosion. Something really wrong happened there. A few hundred people died and. Hundreds of homes and businesses were destroyed. And the final thing is the movement of the Holy Spirit. So peace over hearts and minds, justice for port explosion, and the movement of the Holy Spirit. So let's just go ahead and pray out loud right now and just let the Holy Spirit bring to your mind. What we pray today will affect what happens in the nation of Lebanon, will affect what happens in Mary and Drew's life. So Lord, we come to you. Oh! 
Lord, hear our prayer that there be peace, miraculous peace right now over hearts and minds of people in Lebanon and that, Lord, miraculously and supernaturally be associated with Jesus. We pray for dreams and visions in the night for those who don't know Jesus to have appearances of Jesus, angelic visitations, Lord, that would show the glory of God in the midst of chaos. Lord, we do ask for justice. You are justice, God. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. And you are fighting for the orphan, for the homeless. Lord, you're fighting for those who've had wrong things done to them. So God, will you pray you exposed wrong and come with structures that bring righteousness in that nation. Lord, we ask for that. And we do ask for a move of the Holy Spirit. We ask, Lord, these, we know historically, these are ripe times for you to do the extraordinary where people are looking to something beyond themselves. We ask that Jesus, you would come like in Acts 2 and that you would help the proclamation of the gospel to happen and to confirm it with signs and wonders, Lord. Confirm it with signs and wonders. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you that we get to play with you, Father. This childlike role of prayer. This childlike role of prayer that we get to partner with you with, with what you're doing on this earth. Lord, pray for Drew and Mary. They'd just be at peace. Their kids would be at peace. They wouldn't be nervous about their safety, their children, Lord. Then though I could just relinquish their care to you, the caring God, and they could sing, it is well with my soul. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Isn't this stuff great? What I love about church is you'll, you'll, you'll just go from the minutia to absolutely global and back to like what color socks you're wearing. It's just wonderful. Because what we're going to do now is we're going to notice people around us, say hi, give a handshake, give a hug, and just share some love with somebody near you in the sanctuary.